They inspired the Beatles and a generation of artists, musicians and hippies. And now psychedelics may be available for people with certain medical conditions following changes from the Therapeutic Goods Administration known as the TGA. Authorised psychiatrists will soon be able to legally prescribe MDMA, the drug used in ecstasy pills, as well of as well as psilocybin found in magic mushrooms. Dr Elizabeth Moore is the president-elect of the Royal Australian and New Zealand College of Psychiatrists. Welcome to breakfast. Thank you, Patricia. Lovely to be here. The changes will come into effect on July 1. What do they mean for psychiatrists and their patients? How will they work? Well, I think it's important to know that this is a very measured decision by the TGA. MDMA will only be available for PTSD and psilocybin only for treatment-resistant depression. So they've looked at the literature that's available and there are studies going on currently um, to see what group of patients would benefit most. But for psychiatrists, that means that if you want to be a prescriber of this as part of psychedelic-assisted therapy, you're going to have to apply to be an authorised prescriber. And there will be lots of regulation around it because it's although it's a welcome move, we need to have good evidence base to support it. So you said lots of constraints around it. Explain some of those constraints. I mean, if you have an appointment with a trained psychiatrist... Could you request the drugs? How will it how will it work? Well, as I said, it's only for those two conditions outside of research trials. And with treatment resistant depression, it means that the psychiatrist would do a full assessment and you would need to show um, the psychiatrist would need to show that this was actually the best sort of therapy for you. The same with MDMA. It's only as part of a an overall package that it would be prescribed, but only certain psychiatrists will be able to do that. And this is this is quite common in other areas. You would have to apply to the TGA to be an authorised prescriber, have shown that you're able to um, be part of this protocol and to understand the regulations. Okay, so that's how it begins. Would there be a case for expanding that remit? It depends on the evidence, and that's why good quality research is out there. Um, well, there are currently many trials, and I would encourage people to actually, if they're interested in this, go on the TGA website. They have done a very good job of explaining some of the things around MDMA, their decision around MDMA and psilocybin, and also you can click on a link to current research trials in the area. We know that the TGA has looked at this before reclassifying classifying these drugs for certain treatments, but has knocked them back. Just give me a sense of why there's been such a big shift. Obviously, that point you just made about research and, and the evidence is, is a key part, but has there been really a shift in the culture as well? Look, I think it really does depend on the evidence. We, we must not make... Um, uh, decisions hastily, and I don't think they have. They've been considering the evidence over the years, and as more evidence comes to light in this country and other countries, then you would be silly not to consider that evidence. What they've done, I think, is is actually very sensible. They have expanded it outside of research settings 
but put those regulations around it so that as um, as this is uh, now prescribed, as it's prescribed as part of um, psychedelic-assisted therapy, we can see whether or not it works in those populations. Some have said this is world first, is it? In terms of it being a Schedule 8, I would have to go back and actually have a look at that. There are other countries um, that are also looking at this, uh, and certainly there's a number of research trials all over the world. And and research, obviously, as you've said consistently in this interview, has been key here. Will this open the door to more research, and, and what do you want to see in this space? What's missing? Yeah, more research, I think, would be really key. Um, we have um, currently a list of, of, of treatment options, and some people do not respond to those. So we need to look at different ways, and we need to take that in a slow and measured way because, unfortunately, things that we prescribe sometimes have good effects, and the effects that we don't want are called side effects. In terms of MDMA and psilocybin, and these are psychedelics that may have significant effects. But then again, untreated depression also has significant effects. Well, this is the thing. All, all of these interventions have side effects. This is, this is what a, a psychiatrist and a clinician, a doctor has to share with a patient because it's an inevitability. Is there any evidence that the side effects are more profound? In certain groups, yes. So, and we don't know the long-term side effects. So some of the things that we worry about are in patients who have a previous illness, a psychotic illness, whether or not that will re-trigger it. We don't know if there is a longer-term effect from hallucinogens in terms of creating psychotic effects. Certainly the drugs physically appear well tolerated if they're administered in a very supportive setting. So what the TGA has said is the setting in which these must be administered must be well supported by a multidisciplinary team because people are vulnerable whilst they're taking these medications and it must be supported by psychotherapy. So that ability to actually think through what it is that brought you to this position, how you've been managing it and how you can manage it better. Dr Moore, thank you for joining us. All the very best. Thank you, Patricia. Dr Elizabeth Moore is the President-elect of the Royal Australian and New Zealand College of Psychiatrists, talking to us about this news, uh, that now psychedelics may be available for people with certain very specific medical conditions following changes from the Therapeutic Goods Administration, as she outlined. You're listening to ABCRN Breakfast. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app. Hi, podcasters. Just thought I'd give a quick shout out to The Science Show. I read your text, so I know you all love a good science story. Of course you do. So check out The Science Show with the fabulous Robin Williams on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts.